Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back as Ben scrolls on his phone to Bourbon on a Budget. Myself, TJ Pittenger, Ben Cock, and Brendan Sinone. Gentlemen, last week of May, how are you guys tonight? Good. My wave turned into like a, I don't know what I was doing. Look like a kitten. Like, it's a good start. We're off to a good awkward, start. Get awkward. Yeah. Get off real quick. Shout out to one of our Instagram followers, Drink a Liquor Florida. Thanks for the follow. <laughs> We should do that every week where Ben just legitimately like shouts out the most random thing. It could be an Instagram follower one week. It could be a Twitter favorite one week. It could be a Facebook like, you know, share from something that happened like six years ago because Facebook's like behind, kind of behind the times. Don't forget TikTok. Ben, TikTok. Tickle talk. Ben can tickle Brendan. Um, guys, welcome to the show. Those watching, those listening, thanks for hanging out. If you could, uh, and you're watching this, if you could follow us on all social media platforms, Bourbon on a Budget, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Um, I don't think we have a Snapchat. Brandon, get on that. Um, and Twitter, of course. Um, YouTube, subscribe there. iTunes, wherever you kind of um, – Ooh, nice That was a good pop. one. That was good. Wherever you find your podcast, thank you for listening. Share this with a friend. We would appreciate it. Guys, we are going to go through a few things tonight, maybe a little bit shorter of an episode. We always say that, and then it's like, uh, we spend way too long on it. But we've got a couple of different topics we're going to get to. Number one, we're going to talk about different glassware. Remember, you guys, we, we did the uh, – I almost said ice, fire, and water, but no, ice, water, and – fire. Yeah, whatever it is. Ice, water, and neat a few weeks ago. Kind of tried the same bourbon, uh, but changed it up with – how we were um, adding water or leaving it neat or ice. Uh, we're going to do something similar tonight with different glassware. See how that impacts a bourbon, uh, a bourbon that we all love, except for Ben who crapped on uh, Eagle Rare a few months ago. Eagle Rare. Redemption story. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. Then we're going to do a segment called our replacement segment. This is going to run for the next four or five weeks. I think we'll do five, just making an odd number. Uh, I think we'll do five. Uh, replacement bourbons. We're going to pick out a different bourbon every week that is either hard to get, expensive, overhyped, overrated, uh, whatever our criteria is and why we're replacing it, we'll let you know. We're going to pick out a different bourbon each week and replace it with something else. This week, kind of keeping everything in the uh, Buffalo Trace line, we are tasting in our different glassware, Eagle Rare. We are replacing Blanton's single barrel bourbon. And then we are reviewing on our Thursday episode, Baby Sazerac Rye. Uh, so not the Saz 18, but just regular Sazerac Rye, the four to six year version of it. The baby um, version. The baby version. Um, so we're keeping everything kind of in the Buffalo Trace uh, line this week. Um, and then, of course, we'll get to our favorite segment, Pursuits and Purchases. And then we got some bourbon news, and then we'll get out of here. Um, so... Starting us out, I would go around the horn and ask what we're drinking, but we're all drinking Eagle Rare. Um, mm -hmm. 
I've got an Eagle Rare here. It's actually a store pick. It's a Lucan store pick, local place here in Tampa. I think you guys are just drinking regular Eagle Rare, if I understand that correctly, but not, not a ton of not a ton of variants on it. So it should be fine. Um, we've got different glassware. I'll keep rolling here. I know that I've talked a lot, but whatever. Uh, I've got a Norland glass. Uh, ben does as well because I let him borrow one of mine. Uh, shout out my guy Joe. It's actually his anniversary. Shout out Joe. Let's go, Joe. Uh, second anniversary. He also um, was the recipient of an EHT store pick down here in uh, Tampa. Also, Lukens, his uh, wife reached out to me and asked what a good bottle would be to get for him. So I got their second pick for their second anniversary of EHT. Oh. Sent that up to him in Jacksonville. So shout out Joe and Sam. Happy anniversary. This is a week late, but you'll hear it when, you, when it comes out. But Joe's the one that turned me on to the Norland glasses. We also all have our Bourbon on a Budget Glencairns, which you can pick up at BigThreeRollUp.com. Right there on the front page, you'll see the link to it. And then I think we all have a pretty traditional rocks glass. Doing everything neat tonight, but we have – each of us have two different glasses. Ben and I have the third, the Norland glass um, must be nice. Must uh, be nice. If only it you had this nice. one. Yeah, I was going to say Hamilton. Must that be thing. nice. Yeah. Oh, patent pending. No, wait. No copyright infringement. What are you talking about? Huh? So <laughs> the Norland glass, for those not watching. Is Norland on our side, you think? That's a terrible joke. <laughs> plus. Plus. That's absolutely <laughs> a plus. Um, a Norland glass looks like a like one of those Turvis tumbler wine glasses where your hand doesn't actually touch the actual wine glass. It's like a wine glass within a uh, another glass. That's what this looks like. It's a it's a it's a Glencairn within another glass, so your hand doesn't actually touch it. We've talked about it on the show before, um, and if Brendan had you know, Amazon one of these, he could have Money. one too. I mean, but we, um, we didn't we didn't figure out we were doing this until like. Three excuses, excuses, excuses. So anyway, three different glasses, same yes. whiskey in all of them. And we want to just kind of see what different glasses do to the whiskey. Uh, we're not doing a full rating here, but maybe we'll kind of say where our favorite of each of them is, uh, what our favorite nose is, what our favorite taste is, if, if the finish is impacted at all. Um, just going around the horn and kind of talking through it. Nothing real, real organized here. Um, surprise. But just what different glasses do to a whiskey. So who wants to start us off? Uh, have you guys been nosing it? Maybe that's a good place to start. We'll follow our review format. But uh, where are the noses on these for you guys? You know, Brendan, you start us out. You only have two. So a little easier. The nose is on my face. Oh, man, that joke. Sorry. I thought ben, I thought I could get Ben with it, but like nothing. The Ben's had, some, Ben's had some absolute bangers of jokes tonight. Um, one you guys will see, one you guys won't. But just to let you know, it, some Ben's been bringing the heat, and Brendan just showed up like I don't know Anthony Davis in game one of the finals. Definitely got the finals. Freudian uh, slip there. Um, so Glenn Karen, uh, for people who don't know what it is, and I assume I, like, most of you are listening to this, you have an idea what Glenn Karen is compared to just like a rocks glass, just a circular glass. The Glencairn has like kind of a how do we describe it, guys? Like a curve, like a ridge, almost a kind of like a a tulip. It's it is. A it's tulip. like a tulip. It is like a tulip. It's got curves in all the right places. It does. So what that is supposed to do scientifically is make the alcohol vapors, like that that harsh stinking that you get on the nose uh, from higher proof alcohol, uh, it's supposed to make mm -hmm. it kind of go like outwards. Um, so that's what it's supposed to do in theory. I will say from sniffing the two. 
I get more depth for Glenn Karen. Like I can close my eyes hmm. and say there is probably like twenty five percent to like thirty percent more like intricacy and depth to the Glenn Karen. Uh, so what it it does is it gets those alcohol vapors out of there, allows you to smell more of like the the juice, the what's in there. So nose. Um, and don't get me wrong, like the nose on the on the rocks glasses. It's pretty like you get apple and cherry and oak and vanilla and brown sugar with this. So you get more like it opens up to like some of the darker like leather and tobacco notes. So it opens up more of the complexity, I guess, is what I mean on the Glencairn. I'll stop rambling now. Uh, Glencairn, though, for nose for me, superior. Yeah, I think the I think the not only the curve of the glass, but also just the sheer volume of air that's in the glass on a rocks glass. Um kind of kills some of that. Like, look, I mean, for those listening and not watching, I mean, you just kind of, kind of imagine this, but you guys see how much more room there is in the actual glass, how large the opening is on the top of the rocks glass. And so more of that uh, scent leaves, right? And so the shape of the glass, uh, how much air there is in the glass really kind of kill the flavor on the rocks glass. If you tilt it to the side and really smell with your nose, like literally almost touching the is bourbon. That how you smell? It's a dangerous game, though. It is. It is. It's a great way to burn some uh, nose hairs out. But um, that's what you have to do to get any kind of nose at all on, on that glass. Ben, we've talked about this off air, tasting other things, smelling other things. Uh, I think your take on the the rocks versus the uh, Glen Carey is going to be pretty similar to mine and Brendan's. If it's not, talk about it. But if not, yes. talk just about the nose on the Glen on the uh, Norland glass. So I'm a little disappointed with the nose on the the Norland. You would think that it'd be very similar to the Glen Karen because all you're doing is you're just putting extra glass around the. Glen Karen, and then you know, making it basically. This is the door of the glass is a tumbler with a stemless wine glass. Like that's 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 what you're holding. I think it's a nightmare. Um, Glen Karen though is, I think it's just it's perfection. Perfection. It is the ultimate glass for drinking whiskey, right? Way more nose. I think it's the ultimate glass for sniffing whiskey. I think the flavor. We'll get to it in a minute. I think the flavor or the taste, we both talked about this off air. I think the taste does get better with the uh, with the Norland. We'll talk about it in a minute, yeah, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see if it holds true to this yeah. bourbon or not. But let anyway, me close, let me close my eyes so I won't know what I'm drinking out of. Hold on. I don't think that's how it's going to work. Ben and I are also like yeah, weird. Like the, we both like sniffing the whiskey, I think, more than like the normal person does yeah. too. Ben, no. that that's not even going to work, Ben, because the people watching can't see that your eyes are closed. So how, like that, you know? Oh, okay. that's why it work. You're right. The people listening couldn't see. Okay, eyes let me closed. tell them I'm actively closing. So my eyes are closed now. I'm lifting one up. I don't know which one it would be. Look, I'm, tr I'm, tr I'm trying it. Hold on. I can hear the try. Okay, that was one. I had no idea which one that was. They tasted good. Next one. Hold on. I don't know, but I would say the one the one that I tried first. Oh, open my eyes. Boom. Glen Karen. Boom. Easy. Way better. Ben's like turning to Woody Allen. Have you know did you notice that just then? Oh, He's yeah. turning, turning like time. like a little like neurotic Woody Allen vibe just then with that. Also, Sassy. rocks glass. Rocks glass. 
terrible. It is just not great for drinking neat. If you like a lot of ice in your glass, then you're going to want a rocks glass because you can't no, get no ice in a Glencairn, I'll tell you that much. Tiny top, right? If I, Tiny if top I can't do that. If I have a bourbon that I'm like not a huge fan of, I tend to put it like I love the feel of the rocks glass. It's like this nice weighted heaviness. Uh, but if I don't love like the way it smells or, or tastes, like, I think it's like average. Like I put it in this because it kind of just neutralizes it. So I think uh, – so I know Ben hates on it, especially on air. But I – Brendan, you do need to get one of these because I think that this is kind of the perfect balance between the two. Mm-hmm. It feels like a better glass in your hand because it – you know, there's nothing that feels more manly than just drinking out of a rock glass, okay. right? Okay. No, I feel like I'm drinking out of a wine glass. Not, not no, the, what? no. This is no, more. I, I would agree. This is a more. This is more dainty. This is more dainty. Without a doubt. delicate, refined. No. Yes, have delicate. You, yes, you're delicate. Yes. Man. Have you guys seen the bourbon? <laughs> I think it's the bourbon row. Uh, they're basically like Glen Cairns, uh, but they're a little bit more sawed off with slightly uh, wider brim mouth, uh, and it's for bourbon specifically. But it kind of combines the weightiness of a, a more like uh, manly glass with the nosing features of a Glencairn. Maybe that's something we should look into to, to try one time too. Oh. Glencairn, it's amazing. That thick glass bottom has some weight to it. You hold it there. The pretentiously that, that the pretentiously in that the Glencairn is amazing. Nope, that you don't get to make that. You don't get to make that joke today, TJ. Nope, no, not when you have glass. it. No, you um, made it. So I don't know. I think the the way the glass feels in your hand, this is the champion to me. The Norlin? No. Yeah. Yeah. No freaking way. The it feels th- like I'm holding on to a stemless wine tumbler. Yeah. A stemless wine tumbler made of plastic. I disagree. It's not plastic. It it's, feels like it in my hand. It like weighs like a paper clip. It's like Brandon, a paper clip weight. If Brendan could have been if Brendan could have been more prepared, I'd love to have a deciding vote on this because I think this is the blend of the two glasses. That's what you're getting. You're getting the thickness of the rocks glass and the functionality curves. It weighs right the least. Oh, it weighs the least. Nah, these are the three very, glasses. These are very similar. There's only but, one way to figure this out. All right. You guys buy me an Orling glass. Send it up here to Tallahassee. That'll never happen. That'll never happen. No, and then I will let you know. And I think that's the only way we can do this fairly. All right, the oh. taste. Are you guys getting any difference on the taste of any of the three of those? Because yes. I find, are you really? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mine, I feel so, mine's placebo, if anything. Well, yeah, it's your, it could be the well, taste is like ninety five percent smell, right? So hello, Glen Karen, you know, gonna run away with it uh, easily though. The rocks glass, just because it has so much air interacting with it, I feel like you lose a lot of that. You know what? Like that ethanol alcohol flavor, which. Not flavor, but the, the smell. I like being able to smell a little bit of like the ethanol involved. Like that lets my palate know that there's gonna be a good amount of alcohol or not. You know. You know yeah. what? Maybe, maybe I, I went back and sipped. Maybe a little. Dare I say it's not smoother. It, it, it's just less bite when I go into the Glencairn and a little bit more like flavor and depth. Like maybe ten percent more is what I'm getting. I don't think it's as big as. It's not as big of a difference on the nose for me. Fair? No? Right, right, right. The nose, definitely a big difference. But like I said, taste is like, you know, 98% smell. It's correlated. Um, I think the biggest thing I get with the Norlin, again, I've kind of mentioned this, um, because your hand doesn't come into contact, do you feel like the Norlin bin is just a tad bit cooler than the Glencairn? Not 
chilled or cold or anything crazy. I feel like remember when we were drinking that four roses at my house, we we kind of noticed the difference between the stuff that had been in my garage and the stuff that had been in the house, almost yeah. like a more a cooler, but I, I this is not as drastic by any means. And my garage is much cooler than just like you know, regular outside. But yeah. anyway, are you noticing that too? Just a bit more chilled, not in a bad way, but like just a little cooler. I hold all my Glencairns like like this at the bottom of the glass. I'm never really like holding it up here where like my hand's coming in contact with where the I didn't think Brendan was. This is how I do mine, but it's like I'm not touching. Mine's here at the bottom every time. Look at that. See, the top of your fingers are touching the bottom of that whiskey. I mean, they just are. Like I can see it. I think it just depends like also like how 98 degrees. If I'm holding, if if I'm like going, like if this is like a twenty minute, thirty minute long drinker, then like yeah, eventually if I'm holding in my hand, it's going to. But if it's just like five, ten minutes, then well, you got your your body weight is ninety eight degrees, and so your drink no longer is in sync. My, my body, weight. body weight is ninety eight. I wish my body weight was ninety eight pounds, Daddy. Yeah. Body temperature. But also, guys, uh, I think we need I to had... show people that I've been working out a little bit. Can you tell? Oh my god! No one cares. Oh my gosh! The list of people that care. Are sh- no, I'm not going to try and say what I wanted to say. My but- wife noticed. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because you probably shoved in her face. What are we talking about? Well, yeah. <laughs> That's Friday night, sir. <laughs> Sorry. It's Friday this. Oh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. My dad so- watches these. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> hey, Brendan's dad. God bless you, Pops. Why did you um, do? Um... <laughs> Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Um, <laughs> hey, since we're talking about family, yeah, never mind. Um, so we've got the. I'll tell you guys off air. I feel like I could tell this on air, but no, off air. No, if you had to think about it, just keep keep on going. Go. So anyway, um, I'm going flavor in the rocks glasses last. I'm going the flavor in the uh, normal, slightly better. They're very similar. I don't. I'm talking. I don't know. I like the the little bit cooler um, flavor or feel of the drink in the Norland, but I don't know that I notice a massive difference between the Norland and the Glencairn flavor. Uh, I don't. Not enough to definitively say. Like I know that Ben's going to die on the Glencairn. Uh, Do you like the way that the Norland touches your lips? That annoys me to no end. It's so fat. The lip it looks chunky and awkward. I will it, say that it, the lip is so fat. Like look at like look how fat that lip so, is. So again, I refine that one. Oh my there, gosh, there are some things about the rocks glass that I do like. I like the feel of the heavier, thicker glass in my hand. I like the thicker lip. I I don't love the super thin lip on a on a Glencairn. Oh, I like certain okay. things about it. But no, I, I so the the thicker lip doesn't bother me. It's very similar to, to a rocks glass lip, um, so I, I, it doesn't bother me at all. You should Flavor. have a thermometer, TJ, and see if there's actual temperature difference. Ooh, I do have a meat thermometer. I'm not going to go stick the one that I stick into like pulled pork into this right now, but uh, yeah, I'd be For cool. Science. It's not. No, I'm not doing it. Um, all right. Ben's gonna give the uh Glen Karen his winner. Glen Karen's gonna win this thing because it's the best. This is how it is. Yeah. I've got I, the Norland glass by a hair, but I am going the next time I take Tallahassee, I'm going to take up both Norland glasses yeah. and let and try stuff with Brandon. Just you giving me one? 
I'm, no, you're, you're buying one for me. Thank just you. Just try it. No, you thank try. you. Try, try before you buy and you'll yeah. never buy one. So Brennan's um, choosing Rock's glass like an idiot. No, I'm going to go with Glen Karen by far. I do. Yeah. There is something to hold in like, like the weightiness of a nice, like, bit, it's just very manly and like comfort. I just poured the, the rock glass. I just poured my rocks glass into my Glen Karen so that I wouldn't have to drink out of that crap. Anymore. <laughs> the, the, and this uh, will probably go to the other one. Very good. Oh, there you go. The telltale for me, like when we're doing, oh my like, gosh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can tell which whiskey or which bourbon I like more is because we're like not like I'm not 100% focused on it when we're talking, right? Mm -hmm. And then when we're going to like right. three or four different ones at a time, I will push away the ones I'm not liking as much. And the one I like more gravitates towards me subconsciously. And I kept the Glencairn one. So that Glencairn definitely beats other rocks. Science. Um, so it's stuff there. I, I'm excited to get Brandon to try. Uh, Brandon, just buy the freaking Glencairn glass. Fine. Fine. Oh, fine. No, fine. Or Nor Fine. yeah, Norland, whatever. Um, can we get these etched? Can will they etch these with bourbon on a budget? I will buy Ben sixty of these and line uh, his I house. Back. I just want one, and you won't buy me any. I will send you the link to Amazon because uh, they do it without shipping. That oh, little tip for everybody out there: Amazon and Norland.com have the same price for the glasses, but you can get it on Amazon if you have Prime with no oh. shipping. Norland charges shipping, so. Their shipping is like 10 bucks. I will see occasionally on like in different whiskey groups I'm on uh, on Facebook, people will find Glen Karen's at like a Goodwill or like a secondhand store. And I'm so jealous. They will find like a, a set of them for like four dollars. And I just think that would be really cool to be able to, to find. Every time we go to like a secondhand shop, I look, never find any. They're not that expensive. Yeah, they're not that. <laughs> they're not that expensive. Yeah. Now ours. Um, ours are nice and affordable. <laughs> Bourbon on yeah. a budget. Bourbon on a budget. They are twenty dollars each on big3rollup.com. If you buy four, you get two for free. So and a hug from DJ. It's actually pretty good. Like it's actually pretty good value, and you get the yeah. etched in there. The edge is great. So. All right, so now to our replay. So a little bit of different glassware. Love to hear from you guys. Love for you guys to tag us in what you're drinking and how you're drinking it. How do you prefer? Do you have a glass that you prefer? I have. Um, my dad got me some um, some rocks glasses. I didn't use it tonight because I just like the crystal on these. But my dad got me some rocks glasses that have my last name on it. So those are cool. That's usually what I go for when I make old fashions. Every once in a while, I will pour whiskey into that. But again, I typically lean toward the Norlin or the uh, Glencairn if I'm tasting and sipping things. If I know that I'm going to drink a lot of something, like not my typical move every if I'm drinking at night is to try three or four different things and kind of move around the horn. If I know that I'm going to pour a pretty hefty whore, whoo, I need to edit How that. How many whores do you pour? No, no, no. <laughs> leave it at <laughs> That's exactly how many how, how many hefty ones do you pour? If I know <laughs> that I'm gonna pour a hefty pour, sometimes I go with a rocks glass because I do like the way that it feels in my hand. Um, and then there's less air getting out. So anyway, let's get out of uh that conversation before <laughs> wait, I get wait, in more wait, trouble. Wait, 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 Ben, did you just apply all of what he just said to what he said before we edited it? We edited it. Yeah, I was saying like I have no idea. Never mind, know, maybe right, keep going. I'm, I'm not editing any of that. We'll just leave it on. Oh, okay. like, Freudian slip. I uh, I have a good one that uh, happened at my church one time that I'll tell you guys about after this, but that will definitely be off air. Um, you know, Freudian slips are not um, 
it is what it is. So our replacement segment. We're going to start with Blanton's this week. Why, Brendan, are we starting with Blanton's single barrel? Um, what is replacement? What are we talking about here, DJ? An airplane we, we, food. We talked, What's up with that? We talked about it on the uh, on the podcast. Intro. Yeah. So, <laughs> what? Uh, why are we replacing Blanton's this week, Brendan? All right. So Blanton's is how do I describe Blanton's? I mean, it, it is it's a, a po- it is a whiskey. It's a bourbon. In oh, fact, would would See? you guys say it's fair to describe it as uh, polarizing? Sought after, yeah. But it's, it's certainly sought after. So it is. So Blanton's is from the Buffalo Trace Distillery, well documented on this show. And anyone who knows about whiskey, bourbon, uh, Buffalo Trace Distillery is pretty epic with this, the juice they're putting out there. Great bang for your buck all across the board. However, uh, on the secondary market, because so many people are, are trying to get after all the Buffalo Trace stuff, the prices get jacked up two times, three times, and like the case of Pappy Van Winkle, like ten times more than what the the market retail price or suggested retail price would be on it. For Blanton's, there's some history involved here and some marketing. Blanton's was the first like widespread nationally produced single barrel. So we talk about single barrel and that being like a valuable, like a uh, hot button word. Uh, this was the first one. This, and in the eighties, they let Blanton's go nationwide. It's a really cool bottle, really great marketing. It's like the hand grenade. Uh, see this little horse on top here, if you guys can see it. It's got a little B right there for Blanton's. If you get every single bottle of Blanton's, people will spend a lot of money to get these horses. They change different like figures, like they're in like a little horse race, and it'll be B-L-A-N-T-O-N-S. You get all those there. He spells out Blanton's, and they're all different positions. Online, Like just to get the bottles of all the B-L-A-N-T-O-N-S, it's like $3,000 to get those. So um, it's about... $65 MSRP to get the to get the bottle of Blanton's. Uh, but you can see it like for 110 to maybe like $160 on the secondary. It is Buffalo Trace's high mash bill, some high rye mash bill, excuse me, somewhere between 11 to 15% rye. Uh, whereas like the Buffalo Trace, uh, the Eagle Rare we just had, it's like 10% or less uh, rye in there. So uh, it's a slightly different mash bill. Uh, let's see, the... Uh, 93 proof, uh, so not super proofed up. But again, this is like an example of marketing, something that people go crazy for. Guys, I have spent, I'm not proud to admit it, I talked about it on our first or second show here. The first time I was able to see Blanton's in the wild, I snatched it up. I spent like $110 on a bottle of Blanton's. I'm not really proud Ooh. of that fact. Uh, but ben, I don't think I'm alone in saying that I probably spent too much on Blanton's. Yep, yep, I've done the same. But, like I said, their advertising is so freaking good. You're like, oh my goodness, I need to go buy a bottle of Blends. Arguably the best bottle in the game. And One of the best toppers, co- too. One of the toppers, best toppers, collection. You got collection, right? So you got the Blends. You can spell it out. It's great. Got the best bottle. It's amazing to have. It's great in your collection. Got the also, dates. the dates. I was getting there. Everyone looks for certain dates. You have a kid was born on a specific date? Look for that one. Anniversary? Look for that one. Your wife's birthday? Great. You might as well grab one. She doesn't even like whiskey, but got to get it anyway. Boom. Your birthday. Grab another bottle. Two. Just so you can have one and save one for the next 30 years. So people are going to be selling out of this thing. People who don't even know or like whiskey, no blends. And they'll buy it because it's 
The end all be all. That's how so, we're replacing it. So take away the take away the marketing, take away the price, take away the exclusivity. Just talk to me real quick before we replace this about the actual juice. Like we don't have to go with the full rating here, but talk to me about the the product that is blends. I don't care about the marketing. I don't care about the price. I don't care about how hard it is to find. I just want to talk about the whiskey. It's good. Like I think everyone can enjoy it. People like who hate on it. When we talk about the polarizing nature of it, we'll call it bland tins. Like it's bland, and it does have kind of an abrupt finish. We talk about a single barrel whiskey. I think usually guys like we're thinking something's gonna be higher proof and more dramatic. This isn't super dramatic for a single barrel whiskey. It's kind of down home plate. Like to me, it's sweet. It's pretty. It's got like brown sugar. It's got some vanilla, some caramel. Like it's just, just a very standard bourbon. It's good. There's nothing offensive about Blanton's at all. Uh, but at the same time, to me, there's nothing super special about it either. It's very average, I guess. And that's where we get into like, okay, if you're, paying about 55 to 65 dollars for it it's okay it's a nice cool bottle with good juice not great inside uh, but when you start doubling that up or getting to like 150 to 160 that's where i think people start having an issue with with the price for it am i am i off base on that and you go i think you're right um i would pay i'm gonna say i would i have i would pay up to like 80 dollars to have this in my collection um I paid more than that, but knowing now, you know, knowing now, I would probably pay 80 bucks. If you want, if you don't have a single bottle of this, I think every collection needs at least one of these, you know, because everyone's going to come over, newbies, people who've been drinking drinking bourbon a while, they'll all know it. So it needs to be in your collection at least once. Buy a bottle. Don't overpay for it. If you want to date hunt, that's fine, Um, but certainly not you know, 110 bucks or 120 bucks, like a lot of the secondary is. And there are some like online retailers selling for like 200 bucks, you know, for a, for a bottle. And that's just a little absurd. Don't do that. But 50, 80 bucks. There are some variations of Blanton's. Um, there's a, there's a Blanton's gold. There's a Blanton's green. There's a black, there's a red, there's a Blanton straight from the barrel, which is their non-proof down version. Um, those all get a little bit higher and, and crazier in price, especially on the secondary market. Some of them aren't even released in the U S they're all in other countries and you have to kind of go find them there. Um, but I have, and I've talked about this on the show before, I have a bottle of Blanton's Gold that has Elena's, my, my firstborn's, due date on it. Um, it's uh, got 827.18, which is her due date. Her birthday was 825.18, which is Saturday. They didn't dump then. It's only Monday through Friday. Um, but it was not only her due date, but it was the first day they poured Blanton's that she was alive. And so uh, kind of a cool feature there. I have that one. Um, as a Blanton's gold, I, I am looking for one with Bryant, my son's birthday on it. Uh, he was born last year, so probably won't be super hard, hard to find. Um, the one that for Elena also has an A on the top. So I don't know collecting it for that reason is kind of cool to me, especially me. I don't know that I necessarily care about getting one with my birthday on it. If I saw one, I mean, I'd probably buy it, but I just don't know that I care that much. I am kind of looking for one for my anniversary. Uh, which is also Ben's son's birthday. So I think a 3-1 one, uh, one would be cool. 
uh, for my wife and I to have a drink of that every year on our anniversary. That'd be kind of neat, like just something, something special, sentimental kind of value on it. Um, but going back to the actual juice, and I'll flip this to Brendan because I know he had some comments on that. But uh, going back to the actual juice, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's quality. You know, I, I like the single barrel idea of it. I like that they literally tell you what barrel, what rick number, and what warehouse it was collect it was collected from. Uh, they handwrite those things on the bottle. Um, so I don't know. I'm a big fan of that, and I, I like that aspect of it. Again, it's a cool bottle. It's really cool to have in your collection. I like sharing Blanton's with people that are kind of like new into whiskey because I think I'm giving them something that's just fantastic and great and amazing, and it's really no sweat off my back. I, I have a couple more bottles of Blanton's. It's not, you know. I'm not usually drinking this by myself. I drank a little bit of this when the Lightning won the uh, Stanley Cup last year. Like they won the Stanley Cup and I poured a little bit of this. It's kind of like a celebration thing. So anyway, it's not bad juice. It's definitely overhyped. Um, but there are some reasons that it is in mine and Ben's collection that are you know kind of more personal, more sentimental. Uh, Brendan, crap on those sentimental and personal things. Well, I, I do yeah, not want to crap have. on the sentimental because I understand it. Uh, oh, yeah. like, there's two. Ver- <laughs> the TJ mentioned like you share it with people who are kind of either new into bourbon or like maybe aren't quite. They'll have like the collection like we guys we have, um, which is extensive ones. Um, and I yeah, brought it over to like my. Love it. <laughs> i brought a bottle over to my friend's house and like we had a really good time smoking cigars having blantons he appreciated the hell out of it uh, there's three of us it was right before the pandemic started too and it was like one of the last like social events i did before then too and like felt comfortable and stuff with so like there was like some nice like there are some good vibes and familiarity with like blantons and also like when my cousin when his, when his mom passed and my aunt passed he poured out blends for himself i poured out blantons too uh, again, it was in this past year where we couldn't be with each other. So it was kind of like a nice sentimental thing. So there is value to Blanton's. The the one issue I have with it, with at its price, is, uh, and I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Like mm-hmm. like Ben mentioned, it's one to have in the collection. I think like it, like I bought it at 110 and I bought my second one at 75 I've seen it at 55 before at Costco. Uh, and if you don't find it, though, at, at that price, like if you finish your bottle of Blanton's Ben now, like at, at $100 that you paid for it, are you rushing out to, to replace it? And that's the issue. It's no. like, when do you, when do you drink it? I guess. And like, you don't want to finish it cause you don't want to replace it. D- does that make sense? Um, I just, man, I, the second I finish that thing, I'm pouring some of the belts back into it. <laughs> and I still have the bottle and I still have the same date. Cause that's all I wanted. I wanted the all date right. and I got the date. So I might as well just keep that bottle and refill it. Something else. I don't know, Buff Eagle rare Buffalo trace. So I, I have a, I have a store pick of Blanton's that I am somewhat excited to try. I mean, I don't know how much different it is because they're all single barrels, right? So right. I don't know that it's too crazy, but I am excited to try that. I will probably, when this gets a little lower, so it's not quite to like your last couple pours, when this gets a little lower, I'll crack that one open so I can try them next to each other, finish this one off. And then start to drink that store pick. I got that store pick at 110 bucks, so a little higher than what your regular MSRP is going to be. But it is a store pick, so you're usually going to pay a little bit more for those. Um, so I was I didn't wasn't really super offended with that price. Um, 
for a regular bottle, I'm not spending more than retail. I'm not spending more than like 55, 60 bucks, whatever, whatever you're kind of finding it for. Cause I just don't care that much. Um, I, I'm not drinking it often. Uh, this is the, this was the first bottle of Blanton's I ever got. Right. And so it's still not gone. Uh, mm -hmm. I drink this on like special occasions when people come over, pour them a little bit. They've never tried it. They want to try it, whatever. That's kind of when I get into this. I'm not drinking this on my own. And so if, and when this finishes, I'll go to the single barrel one. Then I'll open up the other one that I have. Like I I'll get through them. So I'm not like worried about that, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I, but I'm not paying more than retail for them unless it's like a store pick or something like that. Like then I'll go a little higher. Um, so all that said, all that talking about blends, we obviously spoke a ton on it. We're going to give you guys some alternatives to Blanton's. We've kind of told you some of the pros, some of the cons. There is value to Blanton's, but probably not as easy to find as some of these other things we're going to talk about. Um, to be very, very transparent with you guys, I picked two different things because I, the first thing I picked, Brendan mentioned, is his bottle that he would replace it with. The second thing I picked, Ben mentioned his bottle that he would replace it with. So I'll <laughs> let these guys go first with my first two picks, and then I'll go with what my third place bottle would have been to replace with what you're buying instead of blend. So Brendan, the floor is all yours. All right. I had three that I was weighing on uh, actually Eagle rare that we did earlier was kind of a close one too. It's just harder to find. So uh third place for me, Hancock's reserve. Uh, let's see if you, the glare is kind of not great. There is, is actually Blanton's juice. It is from Buffalo trace distillery. It's a little lower proof. Uh, let's see. It's 44.5% alcohol, alcohol by volume. But it's the same stuff as as Bland's. I think it's in the same uh, Rick House. It's just a little bit. It's like they're not as good as stuff. So it's a little bit. Uh, it's like they're B-list stuff. So it's easier to find. You can find it like at Total Wine. It's cheaper than Bland's typically. So if you like want to try that, see if you would like Bland's and want to like go in the pursuit of it. Uh, the Hancock's is a decent one to do. Uh, second place for me was Smoke Wagon Small Batch. All right, so Smoke Wagon Small Batch is a high rye bourbon, uh, kind of like Blanton's, although Blanton's is super high rye, but it is high rye compared to some other Buffalo Trace stuff. It is a, uh, a blended uh, sourced bourbon. Uh, not entirely sure if it's MGP product, but but it is aged in Indiana. It's great great bourbon for the value between like forty five to sixty five dollars. You can find it online. Uh, some states you can find it like in the shops, some you can't, but it's a bottle that I'm milking because I know as soon as it's gone, it's going to be hard for me to find the state of Florida, uh, but I will replace it because it is so damn good. If you can find that for $60 or so, it's not too far off uh, from Blanton's. Actually, I think it's probably a little bit richer, more robust. It's like 100 proof, uh, so it's got a little more depth to it. I like it more than Blanton's head-to-head -head and, and certainly against, depending on the price, like ahead of Blanton's. Finally, my number one pick, the one I stole from TJ, Four Roses, Single Barrel. Uh, you can get this pretty much anywhere. This is a store pick from ABC by me. Uh, you get all sorts of different types of uh, mash bills and, and yeast strains. This is OBSV, age eight years, four months. Higher rye, uh, about $35 to maybe $50 a bottle, depending on where you get it. If it is a store pick, it may be closer to $60 to $80. Uh, but you're never going to see it for a whole lot more than that. You can get really, really good value and juice in there. And again, because there's so many different types of yeast strains, uh, different types of mash bills, you can get different kinds of stuff in the single barrels expressions. So uh, I like that 
more than Blanton's at, uh, again, it's more readily available at a lower price. Typically uh, four rows of single row for me is superior and again, easier to find. Ben, talk to us about yours. Yeah, those are both uh, really good options. Um, I went with two other bottles that have similar characteristics uh, with Blanton. So number one, uh, I like a lot of wild turkey product. So I went with wild turkey or sorry, Russell's reserve single barrel. It comes in a little higher proof, um, similar price point, but it's going to be on the shelf when you walk into most of your liquor stores. The second bottle I chose. Um, and the reason why I chose this one is because I collected it before I had my Blanton's was Evan Williams single barrel. And the reason why this is great is because similar to Blanton's, they mark their dump dates on their uh, bottles. So if you have a specific day, anniversary, birthday that you want to kind of commemorate, you can search the Evan Williams single barrel and find dates similar to Blanton's. Uh, it's a little bit cheaper. It's around 30 bucks uh, versus Blanton's at 60 and versus Russell's around 60 also. So these are going to be really easy to find. And you can walk into a lot of liquor stores Look at the back, and they'll have the uh, the dates written right on them. So um, those are my two. I think they're both really readily available options. Uh, similar kind of uh, collecting characteristics, and that's why I chose those. So um, my first pick was Brendan's last pick, which was the uh, Four Roses Single Barrel. My next one was going to be the Russell's Reserve Single Barrel. Um, I went with another wild turkey product. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever had this or not, but just in looking at some different things, reading some different things, um, a very similar product is the Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit, their single barrel release. You can find it most places. It's not super, super hard to find. Um, in fact, it's on my local total line right now. It, like Wild Turkey 101, is 101 proof. It's a little bit higher rye. Um, it's not super high rye. I mean, they call stuff high rye. It's like 15%. But very much like blends, it's around that 12 to 15% rye makeup. Um, so very rye forward on the bourbon. Um, really, really good. I, I think that it, you know, for the price and availability, it doesn't have the dump date like everything else does that, that Ben's talking about. Not everything, but like the Evan Williams does or like the Blanton's does. But just for talking about the juice, talking about availability, talking about price point, uh, I went with the Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit. Should be able to find that just about anywhere. It's yeah. not quite the it's not quite the bottle that, that Blanton's is, but it's a pretty neat bottle. The gold on the front, the, the, the signature, the Jimmy Russell signature on the front. It's 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 got a good uh, got a good little uh, thing going. Actually, I could be wrong on this. This this may actually have the date that it was bottled on on it. So the newer bottles do. So anyway, I'll take that back. It does have the date. So if you're if you're date hunting, you can uh, you can go there, Brendan. That, if I'm not mistaken, was Wild Turkey's response to Blanton's. Like Blanton's was the first widely spread single barrel uh, bottling that was the national. Uh, nationwide and i'm pretty sure that kentucky spirit was the second one so just a little interesting tidbit there interesting i did not know that so um some of the consistent ones that we talked about the russell's single barrel and the four roses single barrel both both things that multiples of us picked um so definitely stuff that you should uh, go out and try add to your collection if you're able to get a bottle of blanton's try the other ones up next to it 
Mm-hmm. See if he can find you something that you uh, like drinking just as much without having to chase and look really hard for stuff. So anyway, that's our replacement segment. We will replace something else. Not one of these two hosts that I have with me, but hey, we will um, replace something else next week. Not me. Don't know, what, don't know what it is, but we will replace something else next week. Um, let's do pursuit and purchases. Let's get some news and get out of here. Uh, patent pending, registered trademark, all these things. Pursuits and purchases. Brendan, go first. You guys are going to be so freaking proud of me. Oh, I'm proud. Sure you can see it. Look at this. All right. So it's oh a stupid. It's a stupid label. It's a stupid label. Can we just acknowledge that? That's a nightmare of a label. Nightmare it's of tough. a label. Ben said it looked look like, like gold. It looks like it's like someone drew on this with crayons. So this is a smooth ambler, old scout, rye single crayon. barrel crayon. Cray crayon. 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 Yes, crayon. Crayon. <laughs> Cohesiveness. Uh, so this Cohesion. is a, <laughs> a cast strength, future callback. It's a cast strength drive. This is MGP juice. So it is distilled in Indiana. It is 55.4% alcohol by volume, aged four years. Uh, apparently, this used to be a banger, like what it was coming out like a few years ago, where like they couldn't miss. There was all like excellent juice. This is good. I got it uh, a few days ago. I tried it. It is really good. It is really, really rye. Something I'm still acclimating to. Uh, it's really spicy. Got a little bit of licorice notes in there. Our buddy Tony, who's in the group chat uh, that we have on Twitter, was talking about it being licorice. He planted that in my head. I can't untaste it. So T- TJ, you might like it because you like black licorice. Um, but it was only $55 for, again, a, a 110 proof, four-year single barrel rye from MGP. Not bad value. Uh, ben, did you get anything new this week? Nope, I'm poor. I have All no right. money. I buy so, nothing. So Ben and I did both get something together, and I will zoom in on myself because I am very self-absorbed and only care about myself. We got a Yellowstone pick from... Liquor, Liquor Depot in Tampa. Shout out, Trey. What's up? Shout out our guy, Trey. Liquor Depot. Um, pick of Yellowstone. It's 115 proof from their hand-picked collection. He went up there and selected this. And Mr. Stephen Beam, Master Distiller, was there on site and signed the bottle for us. So those watching can see that. Very cool. Um Experience for Ben and I to go. We met up with some friends that were there as well. Got to kind of stand in line for a few minutes. It wasn't really insane, but uh, got to go hang out for that release. Um, picked up a couple. Of ben got a bottle. I got a bottle. I actually got a couple of bottles of this. Um, signed by Stephen Beam, so that's kind of cool. Uh, Yellowstone 115 proof hand-picked collection. Yeah. Um, I don't think that I've picked anything else up this week. I'm trying to like kind of look around and see. Um, our, our big hitter pickup week was last week, so yeah. nothing else this week. But that Yellowstone, Ben has tried it. Says it's a banger. Says it's a hitter. I have been it is very sick. good. It is. Been, it's 115 proof, so. I've been a little sick this week, so I haven't wanted to open mine and have a, uh, an experience where I couldn't taste it completely or enjoy it the right way. So haven't tried mine yet. Yeah, I'm also just thinking about going over and drinking some of Ben, so I don't have to. I can enjoy his. I'm out. But uh, 
of town this weekend, and I'm going to go grab some. So thank you. <laughs> Better take both bottles with you. So anyway, that's it for pursuits. Anything you're pursuing, guys? I don't. I, if not, we can just move on. But I don't know that I'm. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm pursuing killing bottles. Oh, I, I did have one more thing before we go on. Um, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I decided on Buffalo Trace in the um, in the barrel. This is aging right now. It takes anywhere from, oh, it's not a quick process, three to four months for something to come out of this. So it is not a quick process. But in about three months, we will have um, some beautiful aged Buffalo Trace, basically Eagle Rare coming out. I've made Eagle Rare now coming out of this uh, coming out of this store barrel. Pick. Store pick, TJ. TJ, look, do you guys see that though? Look, I, I put you guys' name on here. I bur I text you guys, you guys aren't quitting or anything, right? So that we could have your name on it. I'd hate to have to etch that out. So bourbon on a budget, TJ Bennett Brand established 2021. We'll have some beautiful Eagle Rare in a few months. And then we're deciding on what to put in it. I, we've talked about rum, we've talked about um, a red wine. We mentioned tequila, you know, so whatever you guys think, I want to, I want to, I will take, um, listener opinions on this, Ooh, yeah. but it'll be, it'll be decided between us three. Like vodka. We, so, Bourbon so, barrel so the, vodka. so the listeners get, so Brendan gets a 30% vote, Ben gets yes. 30%, I get 30% and the listeners get 10. So the yeah, listeners right. vote means nothing. So, um, what, uh, what are you, what's your gut instinct? Cause I, I'm leaning towards rum or red wine is what I'm leaning towards. Uh, I like the idea of a red wine, but I'm also like a, a wine finished, uh, or, yeah. you love that Pinot Noir from three. I did. Wine. I thought yeah. that was the best thing they did by far. Uh, red wine sounds terrible. No, Terrible. I've had some. I, now, have you ever had? I've had not 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 really good stuff, but I've had some uh, bourbon barrel aged. Yeah, red wine from, I've had like that thing, like some bros or whatever. That's the Federalist or something. Some wine at Publix, like twelve bucks or something. I don't know. No, yeah. remember the one no. when you came up for barbecue? The um, that was a Cabernet finished. Uh, oh no, I'm talking about bar. I'm talking about bourbon finished wine. Oh yeah, you're yeah, literally dumping know. red oh. wine into a bourbon. Oh uh, yeah, that that that's. It's not pleasant. Yeah, exactly. Nightmare. But the other way around, look at what are you gonna drink? What are you gonna drink? Are you gonna drink the rum? Probably. I'm drink. Mm. See, like what's? I mean, I'll drink the wine because you get rid of it in like two or three days. The rum. I mean, how often am I gonna drink rum? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just put, just I mean, put more bourbon in it. Just put more bourbon. Mm -hmm. Go straight bourbon to bourbon. What would you drink the rye. red wine? I yeah. Why not? After you. I don't know if it would, like the I've had, would change it. Nah, it should be fine. I've had grazing liquid. I've had bourbon barrel. We could do like a port wine. I've had bourbon barrel aged red wine before. It should be fine. Yeah. If you pour it and seal it right back up, it should be totally fine. <laughs> I think. Okay. I'm not a, Tune I'm not in a, six months from now. We'll let you know how terrible it is. All we'll right. let you know. We have some bourbon news. Brendan, get us back on track and get us out of here. All right, just a couple of quick things for, for you guys uh, that might be interested in or, or listeners uh, would be interested in a few things. One, Wild Turkey is introducing new packaging for 101 and Rye. So like that cartoon. Ooh, let's go. I, I don't like the new, like the one that's been there the last few years. Do you guys? Like it's kind of a stupid label. I love the label. Well, I love then, it. 
Heartbreak. I haven't seen the new one yet. But they're changing we'll it. No, they're changing it. It looks more standard, kind of like more like rare breed-ish, uh, more in that realm of like the turkey right in the middle, rather than like the close-up of the turkey's face. Not for me. Uh, the cast strength, well, I just talked about the Old Scout Rye single barrel. Uh, same people who do that. Smooth Ambler are doing their Founders Cast Strength series. It's a five-year rye, 57.5% ABV. Uh, sounds like that might be one to keep an eye on, especially for you guys who love the rye. The final one I want to talk about was Heaven's Door, uh, which is Bob Dylan's Tennessee-style whiskey. Apparently, it's like a pre- – have you guys had Heaven's Door? I've heard it's like good for a uh, celebrity-endorsed whiskey. Have you guys had it? I'm not. No? No. I heard it's solid. They are doing a collaboration with Red Breast Irish Whiskey. Remember, we had that on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, they have announced that they are going to – uh, have a 10-year bourbon and they age in uh, the red breast cask. So something to kind of keep an eye on. I think that might be right up my alley. I would like to try that, see what the 10-year uh, bourbon does in the Irish uh, whiskey barrel. I think that'd be pretty okay to me. So that's all I have for bourbon news. Quick hitter there. Excited to try something that is pretty okay to Brendan. So um, we shouted out our social medias earlier. If you can go check us out, Bourbon on a Budget, we'd appreciate it. If you could tag a friend in this or share it with your group, your bourbon group, your whiskey group, we would certainly appreciate it. Uh, guys, any closing thoughts, any shout outs before we get going? I'll shout out real quick. We Again, we are reviewing Sazerac Rye uh, on Thursday when this drops. So if you liked this and you made it through the however long we've been going, uh, check out our review of Sazerac Rye that drops on Thursday on all streaming platforms, whether that be YouTube um, for video form or audio on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, all those. Um, check it out on wherever you listen to podcasts or watch them. Uh, ben, Brandon, any closing thoughts or are we just getting out of here? Shout out to Sean out Southwest Florida Bourbon Society. I talked to him on the phone earlier today. They have a couple cool store picks coming out. Remember Sean came on. Uh, the podcast a couple weeks ago. So uh, I don't want to spoil it and say what they have coming out, but it sounds like he's got some cool stuff he's excited about. So if you are in the Southwest Florida area, uh, join his Facebook group and, and be on the lookout for some really, they did a really good job with their last store pick with Elijah Craig when we had. So keep an eye out for, for what Sean's working on. Yeah. Shout out our last couple of interviews. We had a good one with Jimmy a, a couple of weeks ago and, and a good one with uh, the guys at three chord, Neil and Ari, um, so if you haven't checked those out, go back and watch slash listen to those. Um, our uh, our content, Brendan and I do a lot of sports stuff, and that stuff is is pretty irrelevant after about a week or so. But our content is pretty evergreen. Um, so evergreen. If you uh, if you have something you're interested in trying or listening to, if you're new with us, go back and, and check out our old episodes. See how poor the uh, audio quality was at the beginning and how much we've improved. Uh, I remember we used to get tweets about it weekly. So we haven't in a while. So either those people stopped listening or we fixed it. One way or the other, the complaint stopped. Bye. Um, ben, any yeah. other thoughts before we go? Thanks for the follow, Bourbon Noob, on Instagram. Oh, man, what a guy to shout them out. Um, all right. Shout we, out. We appreciate you guys tuning in, listening. Oh, shout out my guy Joey again. His anniversary. Oh, I talked about it. That's enough shout out to Joey. All right, Joey, happy anniversary. We will talk to you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers.